You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com Hey, you, listener. Do you like waking up in the morning and having a nice cup of coffee that isn't from some garbage chain coffee place you've been to before? Well, if you go to roastersmarketplace.com, make an order. This is like a steam store for coffee. And use the code GAMER to get free shipping off of your first order. That will actually help out the show very much. We want to thank RoastersMarketplace.com for sponsoring this episode. Again, go to RoastersMarketplace.com and use the code GAMER to get free shipping off of your first order. Welcome to Super Arrogant Bros, recorded on July 6, 2020. I am Dirk, with me is Stev. It's me. I'm stretching. What do you want with me? Get to the fucking microphone, no. fucking dingus. You, you are a silly boy. Yes, yes. But, uh, you, you've uh, been able to have the chance to revisit a game, and so that's going to be our topic for this week. Oh. I actually can't wait to hear you talk about this, finally, because... Okay. After two years now being able to revisit it, I, I'm, I'm wondering. I'm wondering how it's holding up right now. Is it any better? Is it any worse? Do they, do they developers actually uh, maybe improve the game at all? Who knows? But first, let's get to the games of the week. Games of the week. So I'm going to be starting off games of the week this week. So it's... It's as as you've probably all noticed, Steam is having their sale. Around this time, my wallet is usually cringing, and it's it's kind of like that that little that little meme with the dad busting into the room with the sun on the floor, like, "Son, it's Steam sale time!" Like, no, father, no. But yeah, I uh, I I started buying a bunch of different games that were that were just on sale that I wanted to try out, but I never really got the chance to because I never, you know, had the money to pick them up or never, you know, never really had the time to really look through the Steam store and actually pick up things that I wanted. So, I picked up fuck five different games that were on sale. So let's see here. First one, of course, is our main topic of the week. Second one isn't really a game, but I did pick up drawing again drawing again it made me realize that i really need references in order to actually draw things so i picked up what is it called easy pose easy pose is basically this little program that allows you to pose out different characters in different ways so that way you know you, you have you have kind of a reference in mind to, to what you want to draw you would copy down the reference you'd add in the details that you want to add you'd modify things that you want to modify and then hey there you go there's your little sketch for your little character right now so i thought that that's that's kind of a cool little thing that i that i uh picked up um hilariously enough i haven't played 
most of the games that I did pick up, and I may have lied with only five. That happens. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. The one that actually really caught my attention this week would have to be Foundation. Foundation is this medieval city simulator where you are trying to build up a village from this little dinky little town to a large and thriving village. And the way that you do that is that you build up, you build certain buildings in order to, you know, increase your income, increase everyone's needs, all that sort of stuff, yada, yada, yada. You get the idea. And I, uh, I've been playing it and boy, howdy, is it a lot of fun because it's not like other city building stuff. Since it's in a medieval time, it's not good. They haven't created, you know, blocks, so to speak yet. It's 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 this very fluid approach on how you actually build a city. All you do, if you want people to start building homes for themselves, is that you gotta actually zone them off. Like you gotta you gotta you gotta make different areas something that you want to actually build in. For instance, um, if you want them to build houses in a certain part of the area, you just have to click on the zoning button, highlight it all. And then uh, just watch as they build it up. But they will only build it if it is in a place that they want to build it in. It's closer to places that they really want to uh, be next to. Like being closer to work. Who knew if you're closer to work, you tend to be a lot happier. You don't have to travel so long and, you know, you make it to work on time. Then you go home me I don't know, jack one off or something like that. I don't know, stuff like that. But there, there, there's different little things that you can do in order to make sure that people feel more accommodated to build homes there. It incentivizes them to actually go out and say, hey, I want to build a little house here. So in order to really bring that up, you got to make it a little bit more beautiful, so to speak. Put some hedges out there, some decorative trees, marketplaces, so that way they can they don't have to venture out halfway through town to pick up food. And it's a fun little game that I've just I I I've been addicted to. Good, good. It's 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 a lot of fun. I enjoy it, and uh, that actually spurred me to re-download a bunch of different games because I'm like I I, I want I want to revisit a bunch of stuff as well. So I picked up Total War uh, Total War again, and Warhammer t- uh, you know Warhammer Two, and I picked up the DLC known as the Pon- uh the what is it the Warlord in the Paunch. And I've been playing the paunch a lot. What is the paunch, you may ask? Well, the paunch is the goblin warlord for the orcs that you can play as. Um, Imagine Mad Max, except the goblin is, you know, the evil Indominus... I don't remember the guy's name in fucking Mad Max, I'm not gonna lie. Moten Joe, sorry. And it's so much fucking fun. They reworked the orcs to where they're now playable in my eyes, and it's just so much fun. It incentivizes you to say, I am going to be an awesome raiding, conquering orc man. So I'm going to go and do that right now and beat up people, and you can't stop me. And it's super fucking fun. Okay. I still suck at the game a little bit, though, on the orc side. But (laughs) I'm not used to aggressive like two aggressive races i'm used to being able to hold back build up my income and then go out conquering i'm not used to just always going out beating people up but a lot of the starting areas for the orcs requires you to do that so that way you can actually build up your income and actually you know be a proper wa so to speak 
I really like it because Waz are no longer their own independent armies that will accidentally bring people towards you. They're now a part of your army, so you can double stack units. So instead of only having, like, I don't know, 3,000 units per army, you can have have up to 10,000 units in your army if you launch a WAW. And by God, it's a lot of fun. Okay. Well, for the game for the week that I picked, you ever played pinball and you think to yourself, God, I, I really wish this controlled more like shit. You see, well, Sonic the Hedgehog games have a history of bad games going as far back as 1993's Sonic Spinball for the Sega Genesis. What an awful fucking game. I liked like, the game. Yeah, it's, you know, Sega realized, hey, I mean, Sonic being a, a pinball is actually not a bad idea at all. Maybe we should give this thing a shot. And so, like, Sega had gold in their hands. They could have made a Sonic the Hedgehog pinball machine if they wanted to. Nah, son. No, what they, de- what they decided to do was was make a game filled with clunky controls, a shitty atmosphere. Uh, it's did bad. Say, did you say paintball? Uh, spinball. Spinball. Okay. Spinball. Okay. You know that describes a lot of fucking Sonic games. Now that I start thinking about it, why is that? Because Sonic games are bad. You know, okay, no, 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 not all Sonic games are bad, all so, right? Sonic Look, Racers. Sega had a slip in 1993, and, and during to... Sonic R, and during Sonic Shuffle, maybe during Sonic, the Hedgeho- Sonic Adventure 2. Why does he have a car? Maybe during Sonic 2006, the Black Knight, the Secret Ring, Unleashed. But games that came after it were pretty good, though. Was Sonic Unleashed the werewolf? Yes. Okay. Yes. It did have a good soundtrack. Yeah. What about the one where he's in a car and Danica Patrick is in it, too? I don't know about that one. I remember that one vividly. Yeah. Wasn't that a, a racing game? Yes. Yeah. They okay. released two more, and then they also did Air Ride. The one where he also had a, a hoverboard. Oh, Sonic Riders was also a pretty big misstep. That was bad. So maybe Sonic's just bad. No, 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 no. This is like saying Mario is missing is a good example of why Mario is bad. No. Thing is, Mario was given way more care than Sonic the Hedgehog was. It is possible is. to make good good Sonic games. You just have to recognize the bad ones and why they're bad. Why Sonic Spinball is bad. Why it doesn't have soul. Why it's not fun. Why I, I feel terrible when trying to control this game. This is worse than Sonic 3D Blast. That's saying a lot. Especially considering Sonic 3D Blast was my first Sonic game. That one hurt. Yeah, but you, you, you know what else Mario got? What? Mario World. Yeah. That was a good one. Mario N64. Yes, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Sunshine. Yes. Paper Mario. Yes. RPG. Yes. Uh, Mario Maker. Super Mario World. Look, maybe Nintendo's just better at making games than Sega is. I, I, think, I think that's the word you're looking for, yeah. Uh, that's the phrase I'm looking for. That's the phrase, yeah. And the words, all of them are just together, and they make a coherent statement of truth. <laughs> All right, then let's go ahead and get into the gaming news. 
Gaming News. So the first one we have, Fortnite is now leaving early access. I forgot that it was in early access in the first place. Everyone forgot that it was in early access in the first place. Yeah. Like, Jesus, they put Battle Royale out in order to save their goddamn game. Yeah. Uh, up next, uh, from the World of Warships community, <laughs> uh, you might actually remember this from posting it. I'm going to read what you posted in the Discord. So, uh, a statement from World of Warships. Dear World of Warship players and Warhammer fans, oh boy! Due to a human error on our side, a rather controversial figure in Warhammer community, Arch Warhammer, was involved in our marketing activities for World of Warships and World of Warships Legends. While working on our our Warhammer collaboration, we were specifically warned by Games Workshop not to work with this influencer, and we agreed to it. Thus, we ended up sponsoring the person we didn't want to be affiliated with and failed to fulfill an important and rightful request of our partner. We take full responsibility for this incident and sincerely apologize to you and to Games Workshop for letting this happen. We are against any form of discrimination. Once the issue became evident, we have terminated the partnership with Arch Warhammer and ceased the sponsorship. We also have sent a request to take down the promotional video. To, avid, to avoid such incidents in the future, we will ensure our internal communications are improved and the influencers we plan to work with are vetted better. Best regards, World of Warships and World of Warships Legends teams. So this is a fucking bite and a half to kind of go through. Yeah, like, okay. You, you, okay, so your brand, your brand is called Arch Warhammer. So your content is specifically about this this franchise that you love and to have games workshop say no don't work with this guy okay so here is the story behind arch hilariously enough i don't want to give this guy too much attention right because this guy is a shitbag and a half he is always looking for attention regardless whether it's good or bad arch warhammer has been is possibly the only person i know to have been blacklisted by the company itself and the company i'm talking about is games workshop games workshop has known about this guy for a very long time now then i'm going to go over the reasons why i think that he's a bad person especially when it comes down to like examining the lore he is a lore, he he is supposedly a war uh, a lore junkie however many times he has been caught saying the wrong things about the lore, misinterpreting it, uh, just flat out ignoring parts of the lore he doesn't like, putting in his own headcanon in place of actual lore, and doing all of this other stuff that is, is, is more confusing than helpful. And it's just... The way he introduces himself every single video is grating. The way he introduces the lore is grating. He tries to be the funny haha man. When he's trying to give out lore tidbits. That's that's not what people want when they want to look for Warhammer 40k lore. Um, now that's the lore part of it. The other part of it is that he... There, is, there are a bunch of screen caps out there. And I'm sure if you look for them you'll be able to find them pretty easy. Where he has said some not very uh, kindly things about other people of color. I've seen these screen caps... They make fun of a lot of different races, not in the 40K world, but just in general. 
Um, there are also reports that he has appeared on the show of a very, uh, I don't, God, what is it? Yeah, it, it's it. It's it's a Nazi it's a Nazi sort of YouTube Stormfront. page. Yeah, Stormfront. Yeah. Uh, he's been he's he's been a part of the Golden One Show, which is also very you know fascist like, and it's just this guy is not a good person to hang around with. Now then, don't take this as a call of arms because I'm not turning it. I'm not turn, I'm not turning into Arch because Arch has also been caught multiple times attempting to get the uh, traditional games board on 4chan to act as his personal army and raid certain YouTubers because he can't come up with a good response. And if you have any idea what what 4chan is like, you understand how dumb of an idea that is. Uh, yeah. The phrase, not your personal army, comes to mind. Yeah. He has done that multiple times. So has other Warhammer YouTubers because that's where they get most of their lore. It's just... He's not a good person to go look for in terms of uh, Warhammer 40k videos. If you want good Warhammer 40k videos, go to Templin Institute. Templin Institute has a good amount of Warhammer 40k videos that they're able to talk about and not, you know, they're 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 good people. They're not shitheads. They don't sick their audience on other people just because fucking they they said a they said a mean word thing at me, and so it hurt my fifis. Arch Warhammer, no, sorry, just Arch, because he has been told multiple times, take the goddamn Warhammer out of your name, we don't even want you saying our shit on your YouTube page. I saw that. I just pulled up his YouTube, and it it just says Arch now. That's... Yeah. <laughs> because Games Workshop understands this is where most of the toxicity comes from in the Warhammer 40k community. It's not from, you know, fucking trolls running around and all that sort of stuff. No, the trolls stem from Arch. Don't give him views. Don't look at his videos. Ignore him. Anyone that tries to get you to watch his videos, just say, I have something better to do. Walk away from this man. He is cancerous. He is toxic. He's the most annoying shitbag you will ever meet. And... God damn, is his audience even more fucking autistic? Look, man, if you want some lore about Warhammer 40k and you're you're just diving into things, Brova Alphabusa, Brova Alphabusa uh, helped me understand things a lot more with the lore for yeah. Warhammer 40k. Yeah. Now he's he's basically he's he's your he's your matchbox. All right. Yeah. He'll set the fire that introduces you into the lore. Just go out, read it up on the on the on the Wikipedia page for Warhammer 40k. Uh, there's a bunch of different fan sites that that are dedicated to the different lores. Uh, if you want to, I don't really. If, if if you want like a silly perspective on things, go to 1D4chan, figure that shit out. It's, it's take it with a grain of salt, no matter what happens. <laughs> but just there's other 40k videos that you could be watching instead of Arch. Just just go else go elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, careful with One Mind Syndicate because. Uh, he can put you to sleep. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, god damn it! It's just there's not a lot of good 40k like lore videos out there anymore. There's maybe a few that are out and about, but it's just ugh. it's 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 getting to the point where it's like God, all these guys are just assholes or boring. Mm -hmm. And uh, coming up next for news, we have a new series that is in the works right now. Oh boy. Fallout. Now, here is the thing 
because I know that you're going to be talking about it again in the news article, but Fallout is being made by Amazon. Correct me if I'm wrong there, right? Yeah, so this is going to be done, uh, well, a collaboration between people from uh, Westworld and Amazon as well. Okay, so Westworld was very good. Amazon has been known to produce really good Amazon Prime videos. Yes. I'm thinking of The Boys, Good and Evil, um, The Tick. The Tick. The Tick is always a fun one to watch. And it's just, they know how to make good TV shows. They know, they, they, they have shown multiple times that they know how to branch out. Man in the High Castle, an amazing fucking series. I recommend it wholeheartedly. So... I don't know why, but I just feel a sense of dread whenever I think of Amazon picking it up. And I don't know why. They've shown multiple times that they can make really good shit. But then there's other ones that really just fall to the wayside and you just can't, like, you can't recall the names no matter what happens. Well, so do you remember when I was talking about how the... um like a lot of the writing crew in the new Lord of the Rings series that's being worked on got canned and the, um, the Tolkien, uh, historian was also canned. Ooh. Now, like if, if Amazon's able to make that kind of decision, I think they're more than capable of making other bad decisions. Well, here's, here's the other thing. And I'm going to play devil's advocate with this. There, I'm going to assume that because they canned all of these writers, they weren't taking it in a way that they wanted to take the series. They know that the Lord of the Rings franchise is a holy grail. And if you deface it, if you defile it, then every single Lord of the Rings fan will come down on you like a fucking shitstorm. So I'm thinking they got really antsy in the pants and they just said, all right, Let's look at this. Let's do let's do some quality control here. Oh shit. Um this is not going the way that we want it to go. We're bringing in new writers. We're bringing in a new historian. I hope that that's the case. I hope that Amazon did quality control and just said this is not up to snuff that we want. We don't want another Game of Thrones. Well, here's the thing though. You know why it's not going to be another Game of Thrones? It's because the books are are done. Yeah. So they don't they don't want it to be. Okay, they don't want it to turn into season eight for Game of Thrones. Oh, everyone yeah. that talked about everyone that has talked about Game of Thrones looked at season eight. And then just said, well, this is the most lackluster thing that we will ever get out of this. I thought the Night King was going to be a lot better. I thought, you know, all of these other characters would have done in-character, you know, things. And then they didn't. They just kind of forgot certain things were happening. For instance, the, uh, the tri- no, no, not the trebuchets. What's it called? Not the catapults. The, bu- uh, the, the ballistas. Yeah. The ballistas has been said to basically nut on dragons whenever they see them it is next to him when when great when the Greyjoy fleet came out and just ended a dragon right then and there from that far up everyone said okay so these ballistas are some pretty high tier shit 
Like Daenerys is gonna have to watch out from now on with how she use how she uses her dragons. And then she ran fucking base first, uh, no holds bar, goddamn brick on the gas pedal, straight at a bunch of ballistas. What? Okay. Oh, no, she destroyed them. It's fucking Christ. Okay, fine. Cool. This is fine by me. I. Uh, it, it was it was obnoxious. Yeah. So that's going to conclude it for the gaming news. I want to thank Weirdo for submitting articles over to us. And he's been doing so by the Discord uh, server that we have. If you want to support Super Arrogant Bros, you can also go to patreon.com slash arrogantmedia for $5 per month. You get access into the Discord server where we have uh, Hitmonkey. We also have Rajon, who I've been talking hey. to about uh, building a PC. Yay. So, yeah, yeah. Definitely uh, join in with us uh, and hang out with us on the Discord. We would love to have you there. Mm-hmm. And with that, let's go ahead and get into the topic of the week. Topic of the week. So, Stev, you recently purchased a game off of Steam uh, out of curiosity to see how things would go with it. And uh, you you had some words about it. And I'm I'm excited to hear what those words are. So, as I said in our games of the week, I purchased a bunch of games off of the Steam page, I mean, off the Steam store, and I'm like, okay, we'll try it one day. And I finally decided to say, well, you know what? I'm going to give this game another shot. I'm going to see how far I can get, and I'm going to see how I like it now going back on it and having a retrospect. That game is called Mass Effect Andromeda. Those of you that have listened to the show since God knows how long ago will know that I have very strong feelings when it hits the Mass Effect area. Um, Mass Effect was 1, 2, and 3 were my first real games that I really grew attached to. And it was, it, it following Shepard through all of their exploits was super fucking fun. Um, Mass Effect 3 existed. Mass Effect 2 is a masterpiece. Mass Effect 1 was pretty alright for my, like, fuck, 11, 12-year-old brain. So you can imagine my excitement when I heard that Mass Effect was getting another game. And this time it's not following Shepard. And I'm like, cool, I wonder what this one's going to be. I know that there were rumors about Mass Effect and uh, Mass, the new Mass Effect game supposed to be following a new person. It was supposed to be a fucking uh, a mercenary of some kind. And he was going to explore what exactly happened to Shepard. It was going to be going off of the Citadel DLC for Mass Effect 3, which is considered, you know, the lifesaver of Mass Effect. And then all of a sudden, they throw out the tagline. They throw out a little bit of the storyline. It's like, oh, nope, you're actually supposed to be part of this uh, elite program that's supposed so, uh, that's supposed to be going to uh, Andromeda, the Andromeda Galaxy. Um, and it it, it 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 proved to be, you know, kind of one of those. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll 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 probably like this. Then when I picked up the actual game, it's like, um. I don't know what to think about this right now. Hmm. Hmm. No, I can't. And it was just, it, it, it was a whole plethora of things between the faces, between the, the weird-ass glitches I would get halfway through, the dead multiplayer, and it was just, it was not a good time to be a Mass Effect fan. 
and you could kind of you it it, it it was a multitude of things they tried to diverge way too hard from what mass effect was supposed to be sure they uh, i i appreciate the fact that they tried to go through and make it an open world rpg like most of the games were going to start being later on that year god when when did mass effect andromeda drop 17 8 uh Oh my god, was it 17? Yeah, I think it was 17, because that's when Breath of the Wild popped out, and that's when one of the devs just said, oh, it wasn't popular because of Breath of the Wild. Like, No, it was just, it wasn't popular because he made a bad game. And it's just, oh god, it was, it was a trip and a half between the whole debacle of hiring cosplayers to work as developers, to firing the female, uh, what is it what is it called they fired the female uh what's it not yeah for the face for the characters oh a uh okay modeler yeah a modeler they fired the modeler and basically made it their own the alex the alex rider and the sarah rider faces looked really fucking off for instance all of the males in the game are very 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 attractive like they are all going to vogue and they are modeling for Vogue, you know. Um, and and the uh, and the female faces looked so fucking off. PB still scares me no matter what. Um, and it was just it was really fucking weird with the faces and 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 the fact that the lead developer was a complete shitbag during the entire development series. Oh yeah, like he was just garnering nothing but hatred towards the game and himself. So much so that I'm pretty sure none of them are actually a part of the uh, part of Bioware anymore. <laughs> so we got that going, I guess. And going back into the game, it was a little weird. But one Steam review did catch me and actually made me think think of the game in this mindset. The review literally just says it is not a good Mass Effect game, but it is a good third person shooter. Like, what exactly does he mean by that? So I decided to actually start, you know, playing it with that sort of mindset. I would ignore the story because the story's god-awful. The voice acting is, it's a thing that exists. But it's just, the story never caught my attention. But when I actually started looking at the gameplay, the gameplay was actually pretty alright. It was, it's, it's a nice third-person single-player shooter. And after just kind of saying to myself, well, I'm not going to pay attention to the story because the story's kind of boring. So I decided to say to myself, all right, you know what? We're just going to keep going and we're going to see what the hell's happening. And I played through it and it's like, yeah, the exact moment you stop thinking of this game like another Mass Effect game, it actually becomes a little bit better. I mean, they did patch in a bunch of texture upgrades, updates, sorry. And they, they, they patched in a bunch of other stuff that made the animation look a lot more, you know, sleek. No more are you holding your pistol backwards. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the faces look a little bit better. I will, I, I, I will say that. They got rid of the weird Barney-looking fucking makeup going on for one of the characters. And it's just... It feels better when you stop thinking of it as a Mass Effect game. And I think that worries me a lot more. Because, like, it's 
the Mass Effect is supposed to be heavily story driven. Like the stories are pretty good. Mass Effect Three, sure, it was pretty bad, but at least it had a pretty all right story. It 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 had definitive actions and shit like that. There were actual parts where you act where you felt bad for your decisions. And it's just losing Talia on my first playthrough hurt me, hurt me super hard in Mass Effect 3 because she's been with us since God knows how long, Mass Effect 1. And it was just, I I felt bad because I wanted, I, I wanted Legion to be a part of the party as well. I wanted all of these characters to be a part of the party and I wanted, you know, the family to come back. You get me? And it's just, oh God, it just, it felt bad to lose characters like that. Like it, it, it felt bad to see that there are certain characters where it's like, I, I lost them. I lost them in Mass Effect 2 because I didn't make the right choices. And that's how, that's how your PTSD kind of starts kicking in there, kind of, because it's like, oh, yeah. if you only made these other decisions, then that would have been grand. But in this game, I just couldn't like in, in in the story it just doesn't make me feel like there's anything to like really lose it's just like you're building up more and more and stuff like that i guess i haven't again i don't pay attention to the story but i'm i'm sure that there's going to be something that really catches me and says you know what this is actually really fucking legit all right yeah i like this i'm sure there's going to be a part where it just says that but i just I don't have the same emotions as I did when I started playing the Mass Effect series. And I don't know if that's good or if that's bad. Do you think you would have had them if if Andromeda was polished up before we're being released? They should have pushed that game back by God knows how many years. They should have pushed it back by at least a year. Sure. In order to polish up everything. They knew that what they were going into... They knew that people were already looking at this game and looking at the developers with really, really nasty sneers because of what they've been doing, because of the fucking rumor that they've been, you know, hiring on all of these cosplayers and that don't really have fucking experience developing games. And it's just, it kind of hurts to all of a sudden see Mass Effect just take a plunge hardcore and not come back up for, not come back up for air. But enough of that. The gameplay, the uh, the gameplay of Andromeda, is good. Actually, get past the story; it's uh, it's very good. The gunplay feels nice. The abilities feel really cool. It's just it feels nice. And then I picked up the multiplayer, and it's just that's really fucking cool. Like okay, like this is actually really good because I'm finding more and more matches. I'm finding more and more people to play with, and it just. I I guess the multiplayer when it first came out no one really paid attention to it because it was like it's what 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 am I supposed to do here like it doesn't really do anything there's no reason for me to do all this and the fucking the 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 the, the DLC stupid bullshit that you have to pick up the uh the 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 stupid microtransactions that you have to do in order to pick up all of these characters and it's just ugh, god wasn't this the first Mass Effect game to have multiplayer to it? No, Mass Effect Three had it as well. It okay. was it was it was you, it was the Alliance doing these little fire team missions to uh, try and push back the Reapers a little bit, give them a lot more time, uh, giving the Alliance a lot more time to really, you know, work with the time that they have. 
And the Apex missions, they're all right. Like, the story behind them is actually kind of cool. There are certain characters, when you read their descriptions and backstories, I want to know more about these characters than I want to know about Ryder. Like, there's there's a couple... The, uh, there's a couple, I think it's the Commando and the Sentinel? No, the Guardian. That actually joined the uh, Andromeda Initiative in order to, you know, finally actually be a couple and not have to hide it from their other team members. So that's really... F- that. I think that that's kind of cool. And, I mean, the multiplayer is all right. You have to fight against three different factions of, pl- of, uh, of things. So you have the Remnant, you have the Get, and you also have the Pirates, or the Raiders, I think that's what they're called in this game. And it's it's they're fun little missions. You have to go through seven waves. Some of the waves say, you know what, you have to you have to just survive against all these waves of enemies that are incoming to stop you from completing your mission. To all right, there are some high value targets that you have to go and kill. Uh, there's some artifacts we want you to pick up. There's some devices that we need you to disable. It's those sorts of missions, and it's it's kind of cool. And I don't know, I just thought that it was kind of neat to have those sorts of missions so how much is uh andromeda right now andromeda should be going for about 25 dollars on the steam page because they are still having their sale on top of the actual summer sale so if you pick up more than 30 dollars worth of items on the steam page you are able to get five dollars off you're able to get all of these other points that you can actually give to other people on the steam community like just say hey you actually did really cool making that guide i'm going to give you some cosmetic points so that we can go and spend it on other stuff okay and so let's let's say we're not going through sale is it worth the full price i'm gonna say no pick this game up when it's on sale don't pick this game up when it's full price because you're just going to feel you spent 40 dollars on maybe two hours of stuff that you're probably not gonna like Okay. Because, like I said before, the first, the beginning bit of Andromeda is a drag. It's not what I expected when it comes down to Mass Effect games. But, yeah, pick this game up if it's on sale. It's $25. For most people, it's a drop in the bucket. And, uh, yeah, try and think of it just as a third-person shooter. And you'll have a lot more fun with it. (laughs) Okay. We just had some fireworks go off here outside of my house. Neat. God, I fucking love this. <laughs> so, any any final words about the the game before we sign off? Then, no. Actually, for once, I don't have any like witty ass comment that I can go through. Yeah, it's just yeah. Plus, you didn't get into any kind of like uh, lengthy tirades or like rants about this game, and yeah, I think that's actually a very good. Well. Uh, I wouldn't call it an indicator. I would just say that my personal preference... Remember, I'm not a big shooter fan. Um, I'll play shooters every once in a while, but I really like my RTS games. I play League of Legends because it's just... It's fun for me. It's... I mean, I guess... Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just... I don't know. I'm, I'm an RTS man at heart. Yeah. I, I like my strategy games. I like I like my bit, uh, my city building simulators. 
I like all this sort of stuff that makes me use my brain. So just take that, take what I say with a grain of salt. Just like with any other review that I have when I whenever I start talking about any sort of shooter games, because I'm not gonna know what I'm talking about because I haven't I'm I'm not a big shooter fan. Well, but you're also a huge RPG fan, and that's ultimately the the biggest drawing factor for a game like Mass Effect. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you've got your you've got your third person pew pew, but. Like, if the role-playing isn't good, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a, a good Mass Effect game for us, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's something that's equally as important yeah. to me. If you want a story, probably avoid Andromeda. If you want yeah. just some some mindless third-person shooter, go ahead. Pick it up. You'll enjoy it for a time. Will you finish the game? Uh, probably really depends on how hard you want to keep playing it. Yeah. <laughs> If you've really got the spirit. If you really have the spirit, because right now my spirit is dwindling because there are other better games that are out there that I've been playing. I picked up Valorant. I'll be talking about that next time. Um, but in the end, it's it's an RPG. But, I mean, story's not very good. Yeah. All right, then. Well, that was a good conversation, actually. That was yeah. good to listen to. Thanks yeah. a lot, buddy. Yeah. So, uh, thank you to the listeners uh, for joining in with us. And, uh, yeah, we've got uh, patreon.com slash arrogantmedia for five bucks per month. Get access into the Discord. And don't forget, go to roastersmarketplace.com. Use the code GAMER. You're going to get free shipping off your first order. And until next time, fall damage. Okay. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs> <laughs>